G'day and welcome to the podcast coming at you from the 2023 Melbourne Boat Show. I am lucky enough to be joined here today by the lads from Eaton Craft Boats. I've got Harry and Tom. How are we going, boys? Yeah, real good. Mate, thanks for having us. Good to have you on the podcast. I've uh, been a long-time admirer of, uh, of the products that you guys come out with and the work that you're doing in the industry. And uh, you guys have been recognised this weekend as, uh, what's the award you got? Top top-in show or something or best, yeah best display best display. Way display yeah. yeah i was actually when we were um up there and they were doing the the speeches i was ready to barge my way up on the stage and accept and then they said aiden craft <laughs> i was like you're kidding me well we had that in the bag but anyway no how's the show going for you guys how have you found it been busy yeah really good really um surprisingly busy yeah. um we're lucky well lucky with the weather during the show prior to the show You'll hear a lot of stories about hail and rain and wind and um, all those sorts of things, but um, we've been lucky enough and blessed to have this beautiful weather, especially on Sunday. Yeah, it's a battle with Melbourne weather. Like, you know, imagine if we held it last weekend, it would have been a schmuggle, but yeah, this yeah, weekend, yeah. the gods, yeah, it is a bit hit and miss, yeah. So do you want to tell us a little bit about Eden Craft Boats, why they're so special, a little bit about the history of them, perhaps? Yeah, so we all know uh, back in 1984, I think it was, uh, the story started and it's had a long journey since then, and um, we've seen it go from, um, you know, from Eden to Bansdale to Corowa to Queensland, um, and then Geelong in two locations up to the present one now, where the Mar family have owned it for the last seven, seven and a half years. And um, it's it's the last seven and a half years, I suppose, where things have just started to rocket uh, up to the point where where we are now. I mean, even we're chuffed at, you know, at, at where we are at the moment. It's just incredible. I just pinch myself every time. and. You're seeing that, you know, all the developments, especially that new CNC machine, the new models, what we've done with the 565. Um, yeah, it's just amazing. And people have embraced it, you know. People have been waiting for it for a long time, I think, especially with the 565. And now it's all happening again with the 233, with the formula, with the legendary formula. So, Also, what are you doing with the 233? So that's basically um, we're retaining the 233 hull. And just improving, I suppose, uh, or modernising the top deck and the hardtop. You know, the old hardtop, the classic hardtop, like my boat, you either love it or you hate it. And these days we've got a big, big, um, I suppose, audience in our hull, but the top deck's a bit dated, uh, top deck and the, and the hardtop. So if you all have a look at our website and see the new model 255, uh, we've got multiple orders at the moment. We actually sold one at the show, which is great. I'm to sell another one. Um, it's just an incredible improvement. Yeah, no, so, that's good to see. So what models do you have currently in the range? You've got the 565, five, six, six metre. Yep. Two, three, three are the three main ones. Correct. And what's the what's the origins of some of those hulls? Because it's you hear a lot about it. Oh, you know, they're, they're a flop off this or they're yeah. based on that. What's yeah. the yeah. what's the origins? So the origins of uh, um, of the six meter basically go back to the V19, and everyone thinks that the V19 was was designed in Australia. A lot of those designs came from America. So Raymond C. Hunt was responsible for the design of the deep V hull, as we all know. Um, he, he actually goes back to the uh, World War II, um, designed the deep V hull with the PT boats, pilot torpedo boats, which I recently uh, was educated on as well yeah, right. by some old fella down at WA. It was incredible. Yep. I thought I knew my history, but this guy, yeah, went even further back. Yep. So that's where it all started. Um, obviously, the formula became um, was the first deep V hull to be produced at that time, along with a couple of others, the Mopi and the Caribbean and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, the V19 actually came from the States. Yep. And then the formula as well, and a couple of smaller models as well. Then Haynes Hanna obviously had the molds over here and, and developed them and produced for a long time, and then developed 
boats like the 565 and, you know, 635s and all those sort of legendary boats that we all grown to love. And from then, in 1984, as we, as we all know, yeah, Eden Craft just took off. And as we all know, they were basically um, just commercial boats back then. They yep. weren't selling boats to recreational guys like us yep. and didn't want to. Um, they were just, you know, th- they couldn't build the amount of boats if we wanted them anyway. Yep. So, um, yeah, it was a commercial boat and they got to be known as a tough offshore commercial boat. There to this go. date, we haven't changed that at all. Yeah. Now, Tom, as the production manager there at Eden Craft, you're in charge of building the things. Yep. How has the build quality come over the years and what's changed in the industry? Uh, well, I started with Eden Craft eight years ago when yep. the Ma family took over. Yep. Um, when we first started, we were doing three or four boats a year um, and the quality was you know, a, a commercial boat and we were, they were solid boats, but... Um, Going up to 40 boats a year now, over eight years, um, you started to really get those quality controls in place. Um, And that's probably been the biggest challenge, but now we've really got it really dialed in and we're producing a really good boat. Yeah, Yeah. no, they certainly are. They've come a long ways. So is it still, I imagine back in the day they had a lot of timber and stuff in them, but now there's there's different... There's different um, building materials around yeah, down um, these days. We got it? rid of the timber pretty much straight away. Yep. Um, and went to composite materials throughout the build. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thermalite transoms now. Uh, Stringer matrix is all fiberglass and moulded. Um, yeah. So there's no rot. It won't they, ever get yeah. rot. They're gonna last a yes, long time. They're not pulling out transoms anymore. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. No. And uh, out of uh, all the models, do you guys have a, a favourite? That you own yourself. Me and Harry are both the same with the formula. Um, yeah. So every time you see it, you just go, "Wow!" Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can never see enough formulas. Um, yeah. I mean, everyone knows I love them, and I've got one as well. And Tom's got one in production at the moment that is yeah, being it's upside getting, down out the back, getting yeah. a spray job at the moment. So. <laughs> Mine took seven years. I reckon Tom's going to take ten. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's my favourite. But you know, to be honest, as an all-rounder, the five-six-five and the six-meter boats other go-to boats, yeah. especially living in Melbourne in cities and all that sort of stuff. The formula poses problems, a fantastic boat, poses problems for storage, towing and all those sort of, yeah, items and, um, yeah, you know, a six metre, five, six, five, pretty much all garages can fit, so. Yeah, it's perfect, you know, yeah. You know, yeah. The, yeah. And, and like, I've got the six metre and, and for me, I just know I could go up to a two, no, three, three right. anyway, because. And I'm, we know you I don't have one. The, I don't have the money. But, <laughs> yeah. but, um, but you'd but, like one. Oh, yeah, who wouldn't like one? <laughs> yeah, um, that's right. But yeah, so I, I couldn't fit one in the drive, you know, yeah. I'd need a big car to tow it. Yeah, that's I'd right. I'd need to have some friends to go fishing with me. Yeah. Yeah. So for all those reasons, six metre is a great model. But yeah, um, yeah the five, six, five, it's been great to see that one come yeah. back. So you've changed it a little bit in the reincarnation since it's come back on the market. What, what's, yep. what have you done to that one? So the 565 was always a great boat. Hmm. I mean, I've owned the 565 in the old Hainsies, the R's and the L's, and whoever's owned one of the older boats, even the later model Eden Crafts, the Sports 565s, will all tell you, the gunnels were one of the biggest problems. Yep. You know, those little rounded radius gunnels were a pain. So that was one of the first things that was obviously integrated into it. Um, the plank in the in the V. So we've always said that the 17L, 17Rs were always a little bit softer than 565s, and it just happened to be that little plank. Yep. So coming airborne, coming back down, you're hitting a flat surface instead of a V surface. I mean, it's not rocket science, is it? Yep. So that got changed. Yep. Um, the dash got changed, so we can incorporate 16-inch screens. Everyone wants bigger, you know, bigger screens and all the rest of the technology. So we made that available, and a couple of other tweaky stuff like the flare you see the flare running along the boat now what that's created is created a bigger boat so when you're traveling it's a bigger footprint in the water and you say footprint not actually in the water but dissipates and deflects water 
beautifully yep. like never before. That, so, yeah, and, and that's what one of the things I really like about my boat is it's super dry. Yeah. And I know that the original old school, very early six metres, they had less of the flare and I've heard Correct. people say they're a pretty wet boat. Correct. Um, and same with my previous boat, I won't say this too loudly because the new owner's right beside me, but she, she was fairly wet as well. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I think that's a great addition is because in this cold Victorian weather, you just don't want to be getting wet, no, do you? No, no <laughs> one does. Right. And interesting thing is that flare actually has created a bigger boat. So yeah. straight out of the mould, pulling it out of the mould, you're looking at a 6.01 metre boat. Yeah. So a lot of people that are buying the 565 are comparing it to other 6 metre boats. Yeah. You know, our 6 metre, don't forget, comes out of the mould that is 6.4. Yeah. So they're much, la- much larger boats than we give them credit for. Oh, definitely, yeah. which is yeah. unusual. Most of the, most other boating companies are going the other way. That's right, and, exactly. And yeah. yeah, whereas, yeah, you're stepping like the six metre and it's got a massive deck and, and workspace compared to other six metre boats on the market. Yeah, you see people standing in all the time and say, geez, this feels like a bigger boat. Well, yeah. it is a bigger boat, yeah. You're doing yourselves a disjustice. You need to call them a 6.4. Yeah, but, you know, it's still the origin of the six metre because, you know, that's what's made it famous, let's face yeah. it. You don't want to... 565 is the same. Yeah. You know, people remember the 565, so, yeah. yeah. What about engines? What's the best engines you've found to uh, to match the various hulls? Look, the best engines come down to power-to-weight ratio. Yep. Every manufacturer will tell you, you, you want the lightest, most powerful engine at the back of your boat. Your boat will perform better with a lighter, more powerful engine. Yep. And that's what, you know, you'll see on our socials that the majority of the boat's going out, going out with Mercs. Yep. I mean, now you've got a 225 V6, you know, that weighs the same weight as a, a you know, a 200 um, Suzuki, a four-cylinder, and these are a V6 3.4 litre comparing it to 2.8. Yep. So although we do still sell some with um, Suzuki's and Yamaha, the majority of them are, are the 225s. Yep. You've got a 225 Suzuki, 225 Yamaha, and you're looking at you know much larger weights. So, yeah, well, yeah, I actually had that myself. I went from another brand into a Merc, and yep. I, I, gained, I lost 80 kilo in weight in the process. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And the yeah. boat will feel better too yeah. and, and perform better. And that's just because I couldn't afford to buy food for myself anymore. So... <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's great some of the um, engine packages that are available these days and, you know, what means we can do with the boats. I mean, you get the 565s, you can go anywhere in that boat these well, days. That's right, you know. And it's a, it's a pocket rocket. It's that great in-between size for, like you say, guys that don't have a lot of storage and, and, right. and they really enjoy it, yeah. yeah. So have you guys had a bit of a walk around the boat show over the weekend and, and what have you had? What have you liked the look of? I haven't had a chance yet, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've been that busy. I don't know. Have you, have you, no, been not really. I've been at the stand the whole time. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hard to get around. Yeah, it's been the same for me, yeah. yeah. But at least, yeah, like you are saying, the weather's been yeah. bloody yeah. cracking. Yeah. If I can just add um, that, you know, we should all be proud of what, you know, the boat builders in Australia are doing at the moment. Yep. Um, a lot of people just criticise one builder to another. But look, as a group, as a collective, you know, people don't realise how far we've all gotten together. Yep. And even though we're building this CNC machine, we're not just building it for ourselves. Yeah. It's for the whole industry. You know, and everyone should sort of rejoice and, you know, and really give, you know, everyone credit for it. So this is an, this is a, a, an Eatoncraft thing, is it? No one else is using a, a CNC to build the boats? No, well, people outsource it. So if you're designing a new boat and you want a plug mate, you've got to send it to a CNC machine somewhere right. so they can carve it out out of the foam block. So Tom's yeah, so it's a bit of a game changer for us, really. Um, being able to do our plugs and moulds with the CNC, the process would be over six months and we'd have to outsource the foam to be cut. Now we could do it in-house and... We'd probably do a model a year at the moment. So, yeah. Um, Monday morning, I'm cutting the foam for the hull. Um, for the two five five. The two five five. So the new model will start wow. on Monday. Yeah. So how how long has it been since a complete new size has been added to the range? 
Must be a long time. Yeah, a long time. Yeah. 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 So, so pretty exciting stuff. Um, a lot of it's ever been done. Ner- nervous couple of weeks no. going on over the next couple of weeks. But um, So can I ask, like, what changes? Is it a 2 3, three that's stretched out or, or what's the actual process there without giving away too many secrets? Um, as in the 255 five we're yeah. doing? Yeah. Basically... We've got a transom mount and a pod mount formula at the moment. Yep. Um, the pod mount, the 255 is just going to be the same hull, but with the pod incorporated into the hull. Yep. Um, and the deck will be incorporated into that too. So it'll be a lot more cleaner look yep. and design, yeah. So. Yeah, so will that be in a hard top or...? A yeah, the first model is yep. going to be in a hard top. Yep. Um, and if you get over to the stand, we've got some pretty cool drawings and videos going on over there. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, it sounds like I actually need to get down there. Awesome, boys. Well, uh, thanks for coming on the podcast. It's been great to have a chat to you. I'd love to, you know, get you back on one day and we'll, yeah, we'll no keep keep going for a bit longer. But I know you boys are pretty busy, so yeah, really appreciate, appreciate you coming on, Harry and Tom. And, no worries. Thank you very and, um, much, mate. Thank yeah, you. We'll see if we can wander down and say good day to you in a little bit. No worries at all. Thanks, boys. All right. Uh, signing out here from the boat show. I think this is going to be our last one for the weekend. So we'll see you all next year. And in the meantime, uh, we've got a bit of merch left, some tackle, some scales, some lures. So come down and see us. And uh, thank you very much. See you next time, boys. Thank you. Happy with that? <laughs>